0: Hey, what's up? You're listening to Less Invasive Podcast, a podcast covering minimally invasive surgery and assistive technologies for the operating room and radiology environment. Robotics, surgical navigation, augmented or virtual reality, telehealth, artificial intelligence, data platforms, and more. In this first episode, I discuss with Jay Pendleton, the VP of Sales at Vision, a startup commercializing the MaxView visualization system for minimally invasive spine surgery. My goal for this first episode is for you to learn more about Jay's background, his story, and journey in the medical device space, why he chose to stay in spine, what are the visualization challenges when performing minimally invasive spine procedures, and how MaxView aims at addressing those challenges. What it's like transitioning from corporate to the startup world and vice-versa. What's going on with social media in the medtech space. Plus, I'll answer a question from Jay on why I decided to start this podcast. Relax in your canoe, put the paddle in a safe place, turn downstream, let it drift away from the dock and go with the flow. Welcome to Less Invasive Podcast. I'm your host, Lucien Blondel, and I bring 20 years of experience in surgical robotics, in orthopedics, neurosurgery, spine surgery, interventional radiology to the table. Today, for this very first episode, I'm glad to have Jay Pendleton on. Welcome, Jay, how are you?
1: Great, Lucien, great to be on. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, sure, so we met uh, on actually on LinkedIn uh, about uh, five months ago, we started uh, discussing uh, uh, podcast. actually. Uh, I found out uh, you were on uh, another podcast. I listened to the episode, and you started talking about uh, traveling, and that's yes. where we are connected. And I reached out to you, and uh, and we started discussing, and, and, and then I uh, joined your own podcast, and, and that's has been a, a friendly relationship so far. So I'm yes. very happy to have you on. So, Jay... Uh, the first uh, part, I want to uh, maybe listen a little bit more about your story. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we've been discussing uh, in the past couple of months on what you are currently doing and, and your transition, and we'll maybe talk about that later. Uh, can you briefly outline what has been your uh, journey in uh, in, uh, in the med space, and especially in, in the spine industry?
1: Yeah, sure, no, and I appreciate it. It's excited to be on. Congrats on, on launching up a podcast in a different language like that's incredible just yeah. for what it's worth I mean so kudos to you um so I I've always kind of been in a sales a sales guy you know from from college and and um was in b2b sales at IBM and did some things but I, I wasn't passionate about that I didn't didn't have the the love for for the role or the or the space and so mm-hmm. Traveling was kind of my option. I was 25 years old. And that's, again, the gap year that you and I both know was, uh, was, was what I did. And then shortly after that, uh, I like to say that medical device sales found me uh, because it was random. And I learned about it through my uh, girlfriend at the time. Now she's my wife of 12 years. And um, it's been a wonderful career, right? It's essentially almost, gosh, coming up on 14 years uh, in the spine and navigation robotic space uh, for some large companies. And it's been exciting, learned a lot. I'm still learning every single day. And I love it. I love the interaction between the industry and surgeons. I love the, the technology that's seemingly changing year over year over year. And so it's super exciting and, and, and ultimately a very fulfilling uh, career. Uh, because at the end of the day, we're, we're part of a team that's helping patients get their lives back. And, you know, what a, what a great cause and something to be proud of. Sure.
0: sure. I mean, it's all about the cause. I mean, all, all the people working in this industry of, uh, I guess, you know, the patient benefit in mind and that, that's, that's what. Fuels us with the energy to to go through all the, the hard challenges, difficult challenges that uh, we face on a on a daily basis on the engineering side, but also on the on the sales side. So, For you've sure. been uh, you've been working at uh, at Medtronic, Nuvasive, so all in the mm-hmm. spine industry. Is there a a, a choice uh, to stay in the spine? You you, you could have moved to uh, another space uh, at Medtronic or uh, go to a, a different. Uh, Area? Why did you stay uh, in the spine uh, sector?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I, 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 I feel like it's. I've grown up here, and I feel like I have uh, a lot of tribal knowledge or domain knowledge or whatever the the term is for this specific niche uh, or, or or this specific focus, um, from the grasp of the anatomy to uh, understanding at a very to, to an nth degree, what the surgeons are trying to accomplish. Um, And then that allows me, I feel uh, the ability to uh, provide value. And, uh, you know, while I feel that these skills and these, uh, the awareness, the situational awareness, the emotional intelligence, right, all these things that we've developed over the years, people that have been doing this a long time in med tech, they are absolutely transferable. And that was something that I looked at uh, other industries. At least at this stage now, I'm 41 years old. Like I feel like I still got a lot of running and runway to do, uh, a lot of meat left on the bone, and 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 specifically for spine, as you know, there's a lot of innovation that's still happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, robotics is in its infancy in terms of the maturity uh, relative to the spine market. There's 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 other things that are happening, right? Imaging, optics. There's things that I see. Uh, data, machine learning, right analytics that are starting to come in and are going to, if they haven't already, really change the way in which things are done. Um, and so, it's not time to leave yet. So, can't get rid of me that easily.
0: Okay. <laughs> cool. So, so I understand that. Really uh, have a, a deep knowledge of the indication on the environment, the user profiles helps you to uh, to better do sales. Uh, what 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 piece of advice for people maybe in medical sales start, starting starting medical sales would you give? Because you've 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 won like a couple of awards, you know, <laughs> presidents' <laughs> Club, champions' clubs, whatever clubs you uh, did. Yeah, all clubs. Having, you know, hit the yeah. quota. Uh, what 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 one piece of advice would you give to uh, people starting in uh, medical sales?
1: Yeah, it's it's a good question. I get it a lot. Right. Um, I think, and I don't. I don't want to be repetitive, but if if it's the same answer, it's you. You you got to be yourself. So I'm very authentic. You know, kind of what you see is what you get. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes people get tired of me. I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know another way to be. This is how God made me, right? So so just be yourself. It's 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 pretty simple. But um, but I think some of the things that are simple are not easy. It's difficult. that You can get pulled in so many different directions. And so be yourself, have, have integrity, right? High character. Those are things that are going to kind of carry you through the, 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 the tough times. And, you know, you mentioned all the clubs and the quotas and, and, and all that stuff is, is awesome, but that's all a byproduct. You know, so, so you learn to add value in, in, in any way that you can. So apologies for my dogs here, um, <laughs> learn to add value to, to the room, to the surgeons, to the hospital, right? It's an ecosystem, right? Some of these things I've talked about on videos or LinkedIn and it's, 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 it's really important to know that, that, that you're a cog on the wheel and that you can help, uh, in, in many different ways. And so, you know, always be a student of the game, learn every day of how you can continually add value because if you're not adding value, you're what are you doing uh, in the room or, 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 or attached to that, to that spoke or to that wheel? I don't know if I answered your question. But. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I, I, I
0: heard two things. Uh, first one is be yourself and the second one is add value. And, and I, I, I resonate with that very much because um, that's what I trying to do right now, you know, to uh, bring value to the listeners. And I try to be myself on, on the social media and maybe we'll mm-hmm. talk about that later because I think, uh, in the end uh you know sales is one people buying from one other, another people and and business relationships is, is also uh between two people at the end of the day, even if it's companies uh, it's uh, it's about it's all about relationships so that's right adding value and being yourself helps uh, creating uh relationships uh, in this uh, in this regard so
1: yeah in in one more thing to clarify adding value be yourself, but don't get so caught up in you know, your successes or where you are. You know, I think in this, this, this goes for, this is advice I give to my kids. This is a, just kind of transfers across whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. It's all, and as I've, as I've gotten older, Lucian, maybe there's a little bit of been some things that I've learned and some wisdom. It's all about your outlook, your mindset, your habits, right? Those are the things that if you do those consistently, success will come, right? The, the wins, the accolades on the wall, the, 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 the quota busting, the the chairman's club and going on these trips. That's awesome. It's not why you do it. It's a byproduct of doing things the right way every single day. So you wake up, and this is something that, again, I'm going to repeat, every single day you, you wake up with an opportunity to improve yourself, those around you, right? Your job, your career, your customers. And you have to. At least I have had to look at that most, you know, recently as, as what are you doing to improve yourself? What are you doing to grow? You know your your business, and um, that that's really something that I think it's if it starts early, then that's the the mindset that people can begin to to grow their career. Then good things will happen.
0: Yeah, and I, maybe I will add also that uh, it's never too late to start. Mm-hmm. You know, getting into this mindset and uh, and to to be consistent and uh, yeah, trying to improve yourself, trying to improve uh, anything for your company or for your environment, and and it's never too late to start. So when you when never. you look at people being successful, uh, they started one day, and 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 maybe that day was not so far away uh, than than you might think. Though, so talking about value, uh, we'll move on to. Uh, where you are right now, so you are a VP of Sales at uh, Vision, uh, yes. which is a, a startup uh, commercializing the MaxView product. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about the, the company, where it comes from, the product, what are the unmet sure. needs it tries to solve?
1: Yeah, so 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 Vision is a it's a startup based out of Irvine, California, and it's. It's been something that, uh, you know, I I wasn't fully aware. I was not fully aware of what they actually even did until we started talking about a position, right? So, so for me it was unknown, but, but I had seen some, some things online or some, some surgeons that were using the product. And so I kind of had somewhat of an awareness, you know, but, but, but after meeting the leadership team who are fantastic. Uh, meeting some of these surgeons that have worked on this and that are using this on a daily basis, you know, it's really just, it's really just honestly, um, minimally invasive surgery, right? You've talked about this and even kind of in the open to your, to your podcast, it gets, it gets tossed around a lot, But, but for spine, minimally invasive spine surgery is, it's a great option, but it's, it's a great option because it's better for the patient, not always better for the surgeon. Um, and and I've talked to many surgeons about this. Uh, it's 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 great for them to to treat their patients in, a, in these less invasive ways, but there's challenges that come with that: learning curves, um, ergonomics, visualization. Right? These are the things that Vision addresses. And you know, we actually track kind of all our uh, our hypotheses is that we have high value during minimally invasive spine surgery, and so from uh, ergonomics, right. And you're looking, if you imagine surgeons using these small uh, dilators and tubes to do their procedures, you know, they have to kind of angle their neck in a certain way. That's, you know, could, could be, um, could cause fatigue after the end of, of a week doing that multiple times a day. It's still really a good op operation and a great option for their surgeon population. It's marketable. It's what surgeons want. They want less invasive, but it's sometimes difficult. And so that's that's what Vision looks to do. It's it's it it's, it provides the optics, which is the missing piece. You know, I've stood in these ORs for over a dozen years. It's a missing piece to what the surgeon's seeing is not always displayed in the room. And so, why so, is that important?
0: Yeah. So how, how how does it work right now? I mean, I'm I'm, yeah. a, I'm a spine surgeon. I'm I don't know anything about vision. So I'm, I'm just a conventional way. What kind of procedure I'm I'm doing and how I'm doing it? How do I see? Is it like naked eye or microscopes or loops and and what kind of instruments do I put,
1: put inside? Those are the three options, right? Naked eye loops or microscope, right? To, to see, um, down the corridor of whatever you're doing to get access to the spine, right? Um, access is very important, right? I was with a company that, that pioneered lateral access, uh, and, and, both, both of the large companies that I've been with have unique ways to get to the spine in different approaches, right? Either posterior, anterior or lateral oblique. So what Vizion off, offers is another option, which is essentially providing high definition optics down the tube that are already being used today. So the workflow stays the same. The instruments stay the same, what the surgeon gets and what everyone in the room gets is a picture of real time, high definition, what's happening below the surgeon's hands. And so the distal working ends of the instrument are in view for everyone to see. That's Max View. That's what MaxView provides. Okay. And it attaches to existing retractors. It's agnostic to the company. So whatever company you you use, whatever rep you want in that room, can have Vision as, as an extension. And and really is a differentiator to that surgeon's procedure. Um, so for teaching institutions, I mean, it's I've watched these, these residents and fellows learning as, you know, the attending physicians doing the procedure, and conversely, vice, vice versa, the attending physician can watch and observe their student doing the procedure and knowing that the patient that they're liable for they, they can watch every single step, and they don't have to fight for looking down this small retractor. Again, you know, I've been here for quite some time. I started in two thousand eight, and, and minimally invasive spine surgery is still uh, a thing. But it's Lucian. It's I would say I don't know the latest data maybe shows a little bit over twenty percent of the market. You know, traditionally spine surgery, uh, traditional approaches to spine surgery still remain the dominant way. Mm-hmm. So why? So why is that? Our contention our theory is that it's because it's difficult it's challenging it's difficult to see so
0: yeah i mean we've seen that in uh, in in many other specialties i mean mis uh like maybe 10 years ago everybody was predicting you know that the two curves between conventional and uh, mis would cross at some point but uh, if we're still at 20 percent then uh, those predictions were not not really true, and 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 in each specialty there is a, a barrier which is always comes down to visualization, uh, getting information on where I am, uh, being able to to go where I want to go, where I plan my instrument or my mm-hmm. implant uh, to be. So it yeah they they all face the same similar issues, similar challenges in uh, in various specialties. And, uh, that's right. I mean, that's good. So this, so this system is the hardware and software, how much is it beyond, beyond the optics is it, when it, you want to do a recording, you just plug to uh, another system and then yes. you get your, your video feed.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to get too far into the weeds, but, but yeah, there's options for, for side-by-side split screen with the navigation or, you know, robotics, uh, there's, there's options for video recording. Uh, we, we 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 currently uh, we're just plugging into existing monitors in the OR, right? That that might be something we do later. We, we look at different different ways to bring, um, you know, the, the 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 optics to the room. But but yeah, I mean, it's designed to be plug and play. Right now, I think where this could go it largely depends on on kind of how again we market and and, and and where the model goes from from here.
0: Um, okay, cool. So where is the the company right now? We we're starting twenty twenty two is it like the, the beginning of the commercialization what are you looking at in you know, only US or US yeah. and European markets or what, what Yeah is, unfortunately what I get a ton
1: part? of these inbound questions from again you mentioned LinkedIn it's where we met it's 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 kind of our playground right it's just a, it's not for play but it's 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 for real it's 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 where we where we're growing and I get a ton of inbound from I've had Middle East Latin America or all these Europe and uh, Pedro Bergiano uses this in, in in Italy but 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 I would say right now the our, our focus is, is growth and adoption, uh, in the U S we, we've recently tripled our sales force, right. I was a part of that growth at the end of, uh, 2021. And as we're kind of early into 2022, we're looking at, you know, how can we make the biggest impact? How can we grow, uh, with these spine surgeons, uh, who we, we feel like some of them don't know who we are. Some of them do, but they're not sure, um, you know, on the, on the kind of the, the cost or the value, or and that's our job as a, as a leadership team to to grow this thing and 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 really kind of see where we could can go with it. And, you know, hopefully we go OUS as well soon. Cool,
0: yeah. I mean, don't forget outside the U.S. markets, please. <laughs> I will not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, moving on to uh, to to the next uh, part of this episode, I, I wanted to uh, maybe exchange thoughts about. Uh, you know transitioning from corporate environment to a, a startup also you you've you haven't been in a startup before you join vision how was it like you know joining this kind of fast paced environment what did you learn what, where did you struggle and and yeah
1: what what was this uh, short couple of months journey in,
0: in in the startup world
1: it's a great question but before i wanted to give some context i, I when you're asking that and you said you've never been in a startup before actually I was an intern in college for this free think this company that was a kind of this incubator startup and 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 it was like out of this this the CEO's house and and so I got got a little glimpse not med tech and it was ages ago but I got a little glimpse of the world of the startup world and and so I haven't really actually put those two together until you mentioned that it it was one of my first internships in college and so but yes. In med tech, I've largely worked for these, uh, you know, big institutions, big strategic companies, and uh, you know, I say invasive, uh I started pretty early there, so got to be part of a large growth period there. But yeah, this is this is unlike anything that I've ever been a part of, and um, it's definitely been a really cool experience. A lot of new uh, challenges, a lot of. Uh, things that I'm learning I mean, every single day and I think ultimately that's that's fulfilling for me because I because I know uh, it's not just gonna be you know roses and and all easy it's going to challenge me it's going to require you know me to get uncomfortable which is where growth happens and so it feeds that uh, I think it quenches that uh, part of my spirit uh, which is which is exciting it's also, Allowing me to to utilize some of these God given abilities, some of these skills that I've been that I've been honing and developing. That you and I have talked about offline, and, and a little bit on our on your podcast on Sultans of Sales, we talked about you know the LinkedIn, the magic of the uh, digital strategy of communicating like this that's scalable, that uh, can can go you know instead of one to one. You mentioned the sales process is absolutely one to one, but but when we spread the awareness and when we talk about what we're working on, like, these are some things that I was that I've been very passionate about, and and now I'm starting to see the fruits of those labors, which is super exciting. So I'm I'm grateful for that. So, would you
0: what would you uh, say was uh, triggering your your uh, your move from from corporate to, uh, to to a startup, and 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 for someone who might be listening and who would be uh, wondering if if the startup world is is uh, is the right move uh, in twenty twenty two. What uh, what was yeah. your experience and, and, and what would you uh, recommend?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's it's. I think everybody is different and every situation is different, right? I mean, there's been b- big companies have tons of awesome advantages, right? And and yeah. and but but sometimes, you know, I think in our path in our career, we have to f- think about like. What do we want to do? What are we good at doing? Right? What would we do for fun? What would we do for free? Uh, And figure out kind of where all that fits, and then find a way to make money. You know, doing the things that we love to do and that we enjoy doing. So, you know, for me, it it was kind of I don't know. I would say a time in my career where where it made sense to look at, at different options. I mean, there were some some things done from a restructuring standpoint. Some things were looking to see what was next for me in my career again wanting to grow so i wanted to make sure that like whatever i chose that i was going to grow from it and that i could provide outsized impact and value to that organization like it's important to be valued at least for me uh by my company and um so those were the things that i that i, that I feel like when two months in but i feel like i'm getting with Vizion. And, and it's exciting. And, you know, to your question about advice for people if this is the, when they should move to a startup. I mean, again, you just, if you're fulfilled in work and and, and I'm a big believer that the grass is greener where you water it, uh, not necessarily on the other side. And so if you're doing everything that you can in your power to do a good job and to to be um, make an impact, then double down on that. Like, I would say trust in yourself and know that uh, there's opportunity that that's out there. It's just uh, a matter of kind of what you what you do with with your skills and and your abilities.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I can relate uh, with what you said about uh, you know finding the place where you can grow the most and 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 bring value from your skill set. Uh, so I've been transitioning from a startup. I've, I've worked like maybe 15 years in a startup environment before going to corporate, and that was mm-hmm. a big change, a really yeah. big change. Uh, but uh, I, I think retrospectively, I would say I needed it to uh, really grow uh, in, in in learning how to uh, do business at scale, how to do uh, manufacturing, servicing, marketing, sales in a very well-structured environment. Because when mm-hmm. you're in, in a startup, especially a, a very small startup of 10 people, you don't have all this, you know, skill sets and and uh, uh, learning uh, opportunities so I think that that's some some uh, explanation of, of me uh, transitioning from a, a, a medtech startup to a, a big strategic like G healthcare mm-hmm. and, and and then I moved back from corporate to uh, startup and and I think again that was um, pretty much the same uh, as you say um, I, I spent three amazing years at uh, GE Healthcare. I love the company. I love the people. that are doing a great product. I'm still, you know, it's still s- somehow a, a a bit of my product. You know, I, I yeah, I, I'm still following that that product. And I, I was at RSNA, uh, you know, the big radiology show last December. And first thing I wanted to do is is to go to the GE booth and 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 see this product and the new evolution and talk to people and what they've done and and uh, what's new on this product. So. I'm very much awesome. attached to this uh, company and to the product but after three years i just felt i learned as much as i could uh, in this environment and and the pace was slowing down for me in the position i was and and with the opportunities uh, i had at the time and uh, and 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 so i uh, there was another opportunity to 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 go back to the startup world and to learn again mm-hmm. we were uh, about to start a clinical trial so that was something i I didn't work on. I, I've never led uh, a clinical trial before. I, I joined Biotech in uh, 2013, so that's yeah, that's what I did. And I, I came back, and I yeah, I grew, that's awesome. I learned, and I I brought also a, a, I think a value because you know when you when you work uh, three years in a in a well structured environment, you're capable to help a startup company figure out how to organize processes how to get mm-hmm. better um at uh, what you have to do and obviously you have to adjust what you learn because if you plug and play uh, a big strategic uh organization onto right. a, a small startup you just kill the startup so you have to scale down a little bit uh what what, what you have in mind and, and just adjust and, and 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 grow a long time so yeah i mean i i, I relate to what uh what you said about uh grow yourself and uh and right. bring add value to to the next environment that uh, you want to you want to join okay Absolutely, so man. yeah the, uh, you mentioned uh, the the linkedin stuff uh that's the let's go yeah, yeah <laughs> social media so
1: that's amazing what,
0: yeah we've been uh pretty much uh on this this social media journey uh at the same time i would say i, I mean I've been following you since uh, we started. Uh, your, uh, I was a guest on your podcast, and, and mm-hmm. I can see that uh, similar. We have similar experiences, and, uh, and I just I just see that uh, it's uh, it's evolving very fast, as you said, and and um, companies are trying to adjust uh, their strategies mm-hmm. uh, to this kind of new ways to communicating uh, between industry peers and between industry and physicians. And uh, because it can obviously bring a lot of uh, awareness, attention and, and, yep. and, and then a lot of, uh, I mean, some business. So what would you say, uh, I don't know, what retrospectively, what, what, what has been your journey on LinkedIn for someone who, you know, did not start uh, to engage into this kind of um, um, social yeah. media activity? And, and, and then the next question would be uh, around what's next?
1: Well, I wish I could say that I I set out in February of twenty one to become a LinkedIn influencer or a creator, but <laughs> I did not at all. It 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 was it came out of a, an awareness, just looking introspectively, looking in the mirror, and I needed. I felt like with with all the market dynamics and the shifting landscape around us, um, you know, I, I don't know if it was COVID. I think COVID certainly you know, shine a light on some things, uh, but, but needing to show up differently, uh, for me is, is, is is where this thing born out, uh, or started or originated. Uh, it also, I was, I've talked about this before. I was getting a ton of inbound requests from people wanting to break into medical sales. And, you know, I want to help people. I think I'm called to serve and I just don't have the time bandwidth, uh, to, to, to help all of them. And so this LinkedIn specifically video content was a way that I can reach people at scale. So that's kind of what it started out as, and then it, it, it's evolved almost every, every month, every quarter, there's a new focus or a shift of, um, uh, possibilities that this thing could, uh, where, where it could go. I feel like it's, 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 it's certainly, uh, constantly evolving. Right, I've I've made some fantastic connections. Right, you and I speak often. Uh, whether I'm getting my barbecue ready, and and because with the France Texas time change, it's it doesn't always line up. Uh, with with but but we connect, we talk, we we challenge one another, and you're 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 a good friend of mine, and that's amazing. We've never met in person. I think we miss each other in Chicago, by like two weeks, which is frustrating. Yeah. But. But but so there it is. There's a connection. There's someone who's in your corner and in your network now that that that, that, that otherwise you wouldn't have. Um, I think about kind of some of the things that the podcast has led to. Some of these discussions that uh, I have always loved having these great, captivating conversations. I think that that if 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 you boil down like LinkedIn or whatever it is, like it's 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 a conversation. And, and 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 what starts the conversation can be written form it can be a picture it can be a video but it's a conversation that people can all contribute to and it's it's quite beautiful honestly um and like so any what con- I yeah, 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 go ahead sir
0: yeah I would, I would say like any conversation you have to put a bit of yourself uh into the content if you want to really start a conversation uh, I think uh, That's it. you know I, I've I, I yeah, we discussed last time. I was on LinkedIn for several years before I, I, it really started for me. Uh, but it's it just when I, I decided in April uh, last year to really um, use leverage this this medium to uh, share at scale. So that's that's it. it. You, at scale is really the, the first point, and and the more so, I, 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 it it went well. I, I get uh, new followers and and. And content uh, was okay, but it's I, I think retrospectively, it's when I started to put a little bit more of myself uh, in the content that I started to um, get connection. I mean, but mm-hmm. a true connection, not someone who wants to just connect with you to sell you something or right. to uh, to ask for a job or, or, or whatever. And right. uh, and 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 like when we did the the, the podcast, it was uh, we recorded in uh, August. Uh, sultan of sales yeah i we just you know we just did this uh, one hour conversation that was unprepared mm-hmm. uh unedited and 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 you just yeah we, we we talked about uh we could do like we could do split this in three episodes and you just push the content on uh on youtube as it was and right. uh one hour after i, I, I uh, someone texted me i just started to lis- listen to this episode i I thought I was just going to, uh, you know, stop 15 minutes ago, but I listened to the full hour. That's awesome. Wow. I want to connect with you. I want to discuss, and and that's another individual which I get to um, have a true connection. That's it. Through LinkedIn, through LinkedIn. So, yeah, connect and that's scale. I mean, that that's the two things I I can uh, I can highlight.
1: But you mentioned leverage. Right, and it's not an intentional thing. It's not like I'm a, we're coming out here to create. The, but but that's a big point. So so think about historically. Right, I was a sales rep for for these companies, and my customers and the marketplace absolutely knew who I was. Uh, I provided value, at least I, I hope and feel that I that I provided value to them when I was in that room and and when I was serving those customers and the the nurses and the scrub techs that we all worked with and the patients. Right, ultimately. But it's such a closed loop. It's such a kind of like just those people knew who I was and knew what I could bring to the table. And that's a bit of a liability, right? Because job losses happen, like pandemics happen, right? These things that that we really can't control are always going to happen. You can't control a lot. And so what you can control is, again, back to what I referenced earlier, how you prepare, how you show up. And also like how you're presenting like the information and, and, and in this day and age, like it's, this is a very marketable ability to create uh, subject matter expertise, right? Joe Mullings and I talk about this, like a lot of folks reference this, but y- you've had a very accomplished career, Lucian, right? And, and I would say in a different light, so have I, and it's not braggadocious. It's not self-promotional. We're just proud of our work. And it's fun and exciting to be able to showcase what you're working on it, it, sometimes as you're working on it, right? And that provides a different leverage point, a different entry point into the discussion with your customer and with the market. And, and, and as you and I talked about when we were prepping for this, I had six inbound leads over the weekend from surgeons reaching out to me directly about our products based on a 50-second video. That I put out there now, is that valuable? Is there revenue yet? It's valuable, and yeah. the revenue will follow, right? It's like yeah. if this is revenue this will is follow.
0: 2022. I mean, yeah, that's that's the that. I mean, it's a long game because it it uh, it. Uh, there is a, uh, at least for my part, there is a lot to learn into how you uh, write a copy, how you um, how you you create content on on which kind of topic and. And what kind of, uh, which niche you want to choose, and how you provide this this information. So mm-hmm. it takes time. I mean, it, it, it's not because you start to to post on LinkedIn or uh, Twitter that uh, you will get something right right after that. It takes time to learn. But uh, once you once you learn the basics, I would say of copywriting and 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 telling your story, basically, you do this on, on on a video. Then it creates awareness, and then it start to roll and to get you, you get the fruits of, of of what you've done and and I mean on on my side also I've, I've been contacted by many people for many reasons I'm not selling anything so uh, <laughs> but what
1: uh, well, you're I'm, selling I mean, yourself yeah I'm as an engineer everything. as an expert um,
0: yeah um, so um yeah I'm getting a, a lot of opportunities not you know not job opportunities uh, only but uh, opportunities to do business with people to connect right. with people to learn from people to uh, teach to people so mm-hmm. it's uh yeah i mean it's been it's been great so what's uh i mean you've, you've been on linkedin you've been doing exploring maybe a twitter a different kind of, of uh, yeah. form where are you going to uh, focus or, or widen your yeah channel? Maybe. <laughs> so what, what, what's your what's your
1: I don't know. I get I, literally this morning. I had two people ask if I could please put my podcast, uh, <laughs> "The Sultans of Sales," on audio on Spotify and Apple. And you, you've been one of those from the get-go. I see you smile. Yeah. I'm still waiting uh, for this. I know, and it was supposed to be one of those things. It's just ban- it's bandwidth and priorities. It's you know, for me, as you mentioned, I don't edit. I just kind of get the capture capture the conversation. Um, and and upload it to YouTube. I think it's important to have just like on a Zoom call. I try to flip my video on unless I'm driving or you know eating or doing something else, it, it, because of the engagement factor, and it's really important. Um, not that it, the conversation could not exist without the the video feed, but it's just something that at this stage I haven't uh, dedicated time to because of you know being pulled in so many different directions. Um, but, but, but I think that that needs to be something that I prioritize as, um, you know, for me and for, for the, for the awareness and the channel is just getting it on multiple different platforms so that people can drive and listen. They can jog or walk the dogs and listen, because that's what I do when I walk my dogs or when I, when I drive, you know, I'll throw on a podcast and, and then, so I get it. I get the, I get the behavior piece and, you know, we may be missing, um, you know, quite a bit of, of opportunity to, uh, to reach people. Um, but 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 yeah in terms of the mediums uh, it they're all different tiktok twitter um you know instagram linkedin like they i've kind of found that if i just focus and and have the laser focus on one and 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 really just consistently bring it uh here that um you know good things will happen it's not to say that the others don't have value i just got to pick and choose and um, uh, well I think there's there's quite a bit of surgeons on Twitter uh, and, and some that I'm that I'm that I'm connected with there and some that I'm connected with on Instagram you know I, I do feel that, that the majority of the market at least for me sits sits uh, on LinkedIn and um, you know LinkedIn isn't a place for you to just find a job it's a networking machine and uh, connections can happen and as you said they're not always about your next opportunity but sometimes it's just about advancing and improving and um you know aligning with others
0: cool so um hey we've we've covered all the question i had so maybe there is some room for you to ask me some question if you want to so what what yeah would you want to ask to to me
1: yeah lucian i mean you, you're you're a busy uh guy and you got a lot of things going on what about like why did you why did you decide to start a podcast in in 2022 and I'm glad you did I think it's going to be exceptional for the market but but why did you why did you decided to, to, to do this
0: Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was very obvious to me. I mean, it it, it came obvious to me uh, after a couple of weeks. I I started being I started listening to podcasts and I got so much value out of this uh, as you explain. Uh, there are some times during uh, the day uh, that you can use to listen to something instead of you know scrolling on a, on a on a social media like LinkedIn, and I I started to listening to podcasts. I got value from it, and I reached out to people They invited me. I was a guest. I I enjoyed it. I I found value, and so I was you know convinced that. Uh, my journey on sharing uh, knowledge around robotics and assistive technologies uh would have three steps first one was uh copy i mean the text the post the slide decks and whatever i do on uh, linkedin i love second, those by the, the way the second one was audio and uh that was uh for me the, the podcast i i've, I've tried to uh, i i tried clubhouse i, I never for some reason uh, get into uh, into this platform, and uh, and then the third step would be a uh, video. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, this this has been very clear for me um, for quite some time. And 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 you know when yeah, I when 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 we did uh, uh, the podcast, I I think the idea started to uh, to grow that uh, rather being a, a guest, I I could be a host and 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 drive my own content and mm-hmm. trying to reach to uh, people I. I, I want to connect with. I want to shine a light because at the end it's, yeah. you know I don't sell anything, so I shine light on companies, and technologies, and physicians, and and, and there are a lot of things that I find ex- exciting, and I find they they deserve you know to um, yes to be uh, to have a voice. So if I can That's be awesome. a, a voice for someone, uh, for a, a technology, for a company, uh, because they struggle with with being heard right or being found and and so that that's uh, something i can do and uh, and and i would be happy to do so so that's great man. yeah i'm on the second step of my journey and and the next one will be the video but as this podcast is uh, you know also video recorded somehow oh, yeah.
1: i would have completed
0: oh, the three steps
1: there you go man you, you knocked out two birds with one stone i love it yeah, it's yeah, uh yeah. it's awesome well i i i can't um I'm excited for what you can bring because you do such a great job from with your with your skill set and your knowledge, uh, bringing kind of the insights into you know, kind of what's happening with the technology and um, you know I think from an engineering perspective or just from a like you you've been involved in the commercialization and launches and different things in, in your career and so um, just as I have been a, been a part of different things in my career it's 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 awesome to to be able to tell that story and, and as you said shine the light on others.
0: Yeah, and and uh, to come back to to what you said, it's also uh, explaining where you go, where you are, and what you are going through. It's not just you know I started okay. in 2017, and then we were C mark. We we did the first sale, and 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 we had success in in some milestones. It's it's for me. It's also there is value in explaining which steps you go through, what kind mm-hmm. of challenges uh, you uh, you face and, and, and what's difficult, what's your everyday life and, and how you cope with that. Uh, because uh, in the end, that's uh, what people can relate to because, you know, a, a big success or, or just starting something, taking a leap. And right. I mean, it's inspiring, but yeah. uh, not, not every, everybody can directly relate to that if, if, if they... Uh, are not ready for so uh, sharing right. also the the process i mean sharing the process is also what i try to do it's not it's not easy because you have to balance between what you have the right to say and what you want to say so
1: that's a that's a delicate dance right it is yeah. a balance and uh, but but i think it i think it's 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 ultimately serves serves others and you know we're called to do that right i think i think we're both in that same realm
0: Hey, thank you very much for asking the last question, and uh, I think we are close to uh, 45 minutes. Uh, we'll wrap up this episode. Thank you very much, Jay. Uh, I, it was uh, a great pleasure for me to have you uh, on this first episode. Uh, I felt like a bit at home for this uh, a bit anxious first recording of the less invasive podcast. So thank you very much uh, thank for you. Uh, having said yes. And uh, just uh, hang on a minute; we'll discuss offline. And uh, that's it. That was the first episode of Less Invasive Podcast. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Jay. And uh, you till Thank next you. time. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the first episode of the Less Invasive Podcast. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Talk to your friends, post on social media, or whatever you like that can help this new podcast get off the ground and the content reach more people. If you wish to learn more about Jay Pendleton and Vision MaxView, you can connect with Jay on LinkedIn and visit the Vision website at www.vision-spine.com. If you think of guests you would like me to have on this show, feel free to send me a message on LinkedIn. Have a great day.